what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This is Karen from Time Genies. We know time is our most precious commodity, so let Time Genies help you with tasks such as home organizing, small business cleaning, relocation services, and lots more. My team of high-quality and trusted professionals is your one-stop shop for your personal and corporate needs. Let us help you reduce stress and give you time to do the things you want to do, making memories. Check the Time Genies website for more info. Go to www.time-genies.com. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Agree to disagree. Like, <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. Like, well, make it bother. <laughs> a little. It's like a cracked out T-bird, some grease. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's got that black hair. Welcome to Chick Chat. It is your favorite guilty pleasure here on the Mesh Podcast Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mary Margaret, and I am joined, as always, by my East Coast friend, Jeanette. How you doing? I'm good. Hello. Good to talk to you. It's been, you know, since our last podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? Not a lot has changed for me during that time. I'm still um, in my house, so <laughs> the world around me is opening up, and I'm saying, "Yep, yeah, you go. I'll follow. I'll wait and see what happens to the first round of people." Right. So, so you're in North Carolina, and where where are you on the on the COVID reopening stage? So, our state is on phase two, um, which allows for a little bigger gathering. So, um. I think up from 10, I don't quite know. I don't know for certain what the max number is, but um, it does allow for more things to open. So we've got salons opening. I think some of them have been opening on just like a case by case basis. Um, But our stores are still doing half capacity. So if you go to any stores, you still have to, if there's, people inside they have a greeter outside that is counting the number of people that are in the store so that was as of last weekend um we i think it's it's we're about on our second or third week of opening so um actually just got a notice today that my daughter's soccer uh will start reopening with training smaller training sessions with less people so not quite her full team but about half of her team we'll start practicing around the first full week of June, second full week of June. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's coming. Um, The school system has, as of yesterday, offered a virtual academy. So schools are still planning to open for in, in school, in class, um, inside the building learning in August, but they're offering for parents who just aren't comfortable with that as as of yet a virtual Academy. I don't really know what that looks like. You have to apply for it, but they're also offering like a half and half. So you can do some of your day in the classroom and you can do some of it virtually. So, I mean, we're slowly opening up and seeing what's happening, but I think it's still kind of a new normal um opening up isn't going to look like everybody just go back to doing what they were doing before it's we're open but so yeah um, 
you wouldn't be able to tell it by the number of people that are out. I mean, it's, it's crazy out there. It's yeah, but yeah, but we're still hunkered well, down with Leslie Jordan. Just see what he's oh, up to. And I love him. Love him. Um, well here in Washington, we are still in phase one. Um, our, I'm not quite sure how North Carolina is doing it. I know you have phases, but I'm not sure if it's all statewide or if you guys do it by county. We do it by county. So I live in Clark County and you have to apply as a county to enter into every next phase. And so for each phase, you have to meet certain criteria, like you couldn't have had a certain number of cases within a certain amount of days. And it's like a little chart. You have to meet all the requirements before you can apply. And then the governor approves or doesn't approve you to move forward to the next phase. So really our whole state's in all different levels. Um, We applied for phase two. We being Clark County applied for phase two last Friday. And when we sent in the application, um, about 30 minutes after that, news broke that the fruit and berry processing plant in Clark County um, had an outbreak within their employees. There was about 68 employees affected, and they were starting the what do you call it, where you, like, connect the people that you know, um, you know, they do this, like, little report where they make you go and tell everybody that you've come in contact with for the last two weeks or whatever. Oh, wow. So, so anyway, they're doing that right now. So, of course, our application was like, nope, sorry, you guys now just went over the numbers again. So we kind of have to wait until that thins out to apply for stage two. So, Stage one for us really, or phase one, excuse me, is just, um, it's the same as regular lockdown. It's just, except for golf and car washes are open. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Golf and car washes. Golf. Well, I can understand golf. I mean, you can, you can easily socially distance with that. Right. So our car wash, again, I don't know if this is statewide, but at least locally in, in, are around our area a couple of the car washes that are more full service so they have the um like the ones that you do yourself i haven't seen as much restrictions sure but certainly the ones that are more um like national brand, through. yeah the ones where you just go through the automatic thing and they take you through whatever whatever wash you want to do that part's open but their vacuums are not. So um, those are like the national chain ones. I don't know if it's national chain or just North Carolina chain, but it's a chain of those type of car washes. But the ones where you can just pull your car into the little carport and vacuum your car, like the locally owned ones, the, those are, those seem to be open um, and packed. Well, thank goodness. You know, (laughs) I mean, my husband was joking because he's like, well, if you open up the car washes, what do we do at home while we're on quarantine? Because we washed our cars like four times during this yeah. whole thing. Like just hand washed <laughs> them. Well, right? Kids, you've got to learn how to hand wash cars. Right. <laughs> so you never know. That's right. But now, I mean, now my God, I'm just gonna go to a one that's opened up. Thank you, Phase One. 
So, have they mentioned anything about schools in the fall for you guys? Um, not really. Our schools are still going right now because we've, um, our timing is different. You know, like, so our school isn't done yet. Okay. And we had a couple of uh, days tacked on to the end for for the first week of coronavirus, but then also for a couple snow days. And so we're playing that out right now. So the kids still have like a week and a half left of school or so. Okay. But um, there was an email from the superintendent of the state the other day, just kind of talking about how it was going to be different coming back and they just really don't know what is going to happen. But, um, yeah, he mentioned that there could be some rotations, sort of like you talked about where maybe mm -hmm. there was some in-class stuff and then some virtual stuff and it's like a rotation. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of universities are doing things where they start a couple weeks earlier in August and then they finish up by Thanksgiving and then have their exams online and that way people are not going home at Thanksgiving and then coming back and having been in different environments, possibly no. bringing the virus in. That makes sense. So yeah, totally makes sense. But I mean, how do you stop kids from going home on the weekend? You know, or if we have kids going virtually half the time in grade school and high school and stuff, aren't they going home every day to people that are, have parents that are going to work or whatnot? Who knows? I don't really know. And I'm definitely, well, not, I a think maybe I'm definitely not a doctor. Is, yeah. I think the thought is probably if you're going on vacation, you know, if you're going to some grandma's house in Ohio and you're coming back during the school year, you're going to be uh -huh. at home. You're going to be, maybe that's the thought. I don't know. I have seen, I obviously don't have anyone oh. or any kids in college, but I have read a couple of, colleges opening saying we're going to have a little longer break so once you right. know once they would go home for thanksgiving typically they'd come back a week later they're saying nope just stay home until the first of the year yes um and then we'll so figure we out then the longer break. yeah we're just going to extend that which is right. you know honestly that's the way it was when i was in school so i graduated from ohio university god you're so I old just, they used to do it that way yeah. Back so, in the old days. Yeah, we were actually on no. back then when I was at Ohio University, we were actually on the quarter system. Yeah. So the way our quarters would work is we'd go to school from right after Labor Day in September up until Thanksgiving break. And then we had this six week break between Thanksgiving and um the first of the year. So we wouldn't go to school mm -hmm. at all in December. Yeah. And we would start back right after the new year, and that would be our second quarter. They yeah. have since switched to semester since I've graduated. Um, within the last five years or so, or 10 years maybe, they've switched to the semester system where it is now. It's, you know, you do your six months, and then you have your break, and then you come back for oh, your, the rest of it. But yeah, I mean, when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, that's what we used to do. That can work. You're just going to have to switch from quarters to semester. So, yeah. Um, and it was great for us because we got all the seasonal jobs. You know, no one wants to hire somebody sure. for a week. We're going to be there for six weeks. So, sure. No, but, that, I, mean, I, I definitely see it. I mean, goodness, whenever we can't, used to come back from Thanksgiving break, it was only like two weeks before they let you back out for Christmas again. Right. Because really? you always had a little bit longer holiday break, but. 
anyway much coming back to take exams and then go back home right yeah um so you said your salons are opening up have you had a haircut during quarantine whether it be by yourself or from someone else no and i'm looking shaggy thank god okay. i have curly hair well i don't know maybe right? not because it's puffy um yeah but um I'm not brave enough to attempt it on my own and I'm not brave enough to let anybody in this house <laughs> it either. So I'm just like, I'll bun it up as long as I can <laughs> or, you know, just wash it yeah. go. But no, I haven't. Um, again, I'm on one of those. It's, I'm not actually, I'm still on travel restrictions for work. Yes. So, um, you know, there's not a big need for it right now. So I'm like, I can wait when we're, when we're able to travel again and I actually have to, see people in person then i'll i'll freshen up for it but yeah i'll t i'll tighten it up and, and get it snipped and cut and make it look good but no sure. um i'm letting the gray fly i'm yeah. my hair's super long which my husband loves and i'm like it's hot it's getting <laughs> summertime right? like, it's all this cur all these curls are thick and it's you know your neck gets a little warm but yeah well i have I've, I've always had somewhat like hair, no longer than my shoulders. I mean, like mine's typically been like chin length, you know, like shorter. I'm like, you have got curls. So that kind of happens like on its own. But, um, yeah, my hair's the longest it's ever been right now. It's also the fullest, which is the annoying part. Yeah. I kind of reserved myself whenever I moved out here that I was like, I'm going to grow my hair out a little bit, let it get a little bit longer. Like, so I can totally be hippie chic and like pull it up in a messy bun and put on a bandana or whatever. Right. Like that's what I was going to do. Well, I didn't plan on it this way being the case, but I'm like you. So my husband who has been on travel restrictions, but his industry has now gone back into the essential network of things. And so he's able to very minimal travel for only when necessary. And it's really kept to like a small area around us. Um, so, you know, that he's, he was so frustrated with his hair getting longer. And I mean, it looked fine. It looked totally fine, but he was so frustrated and he got called about going to a client to see a client um, in Las Vegas last week. And he called the client and asked if they had barbershops open yet out there. And the guy said, yep, and I've got a good one. And Wes said, make me an appointment. So my husband flew to Las Vegas for a haircut. I mean, he was going for work too, but he was more excited about the haircut. Got a super good but really short haircut and now he's flaunting it around all of us oh so, <laughs> i got a haircut yeah 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 i mean good for you but my salons are not back open um and i'm just learning all kinds of new things to do with my hair so my kids like will sit down and play with my hair and stuff and they're like mommy it goes in a ponytail and i'm like i know what's going on <laughs> So, uh, cut her hair and I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, my youngest said the other day, she was like, mommy, my hair is getting so long. I really need a haircut. And I was like, I know, but things aren't open yet. We can't go get our haircut yet. She goes, let's go to Las Vegas. And I'm like, no, your daddy <laughs> is putting bad things in your mind. 
Um, I trust myself to with the scissors. I'm like, no, because I'll cut it short and then it'll be like this humongous breakdown and because I'll be trying to make it even and it'll end up by your ears and it'll be mommy's fault. And I don't, I don't, on top of everything else, I don't need to deal with teenage dr- drama and angst. So, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Agree. Put it in a bun. We'll just, that's right. So if you are curious, I know, um, I'm not sure when this podcast will be released, but just giving you a heads up that tonight, which is Friday, the 29th of May right now, um, we're closing in on, on coming into June, but today's the 29th. And so tonight on television, CBS is having haircut night in America. And I know we might be stretching for good quality content on TV right now, if this is the case, but stretching it. It's going to be hosted by Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine. And they will feature some of America's top hairstylists who will guide celebrities, including Kelly Osborne, Lindsey Vaughn, PK Subban, who's a hockey superstar, I guess. Superstar oh, yeah, with Nashville. Yeah. Maybe. And as well as frontline healthcare workers through the perfect DIY haircut from your home. So they're going to also discuss color and styling. And um, it says that they're going to do a cut along (laughs) with people Mm -hmm. and and they'll reveal the final looks on TV. It says, quote, no matter the outcome. (laughs) I mean, okay. I mean, I don't. I don't know that it's extremely fair that like somebody like Kelly Osborne gets to be on there because she kind of has like kooky hair anyway sometimes and has different bleach colors and pink and purple and white and then short hair, straight hair, curly hair, whatever. Like I want to see somebody who like like Jennifer Aniston who cares makes money off their hair. You know, like Julia Roberts or something. Oh. Right, like if you're gonna cut somebody's hair, cut hers. Let's see how happy she is with that. Can I just say, if this is the future of television, I know, I know. We we need to Hollywood. We need to figure out something quick. If this is what we're resorting to, it's haircut night in America. Last weekend, I think maybe it was this week. I don't know. All the days are running together, but I I actually sat and watched Escape Room with. Courtney Cox and oh, and Adam, not Adam Sandler. What's his name? Um, bit, not Seinfeld either. Oh my goodness, um, the guy from Meet the Parents, Stiller, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, yeah, in, in and Lisa Kudrow and the guy from Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope's husband from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name. I actually sat there and watched that, and it was hosted by Jack Black. And the whole time I'm sitting there going, this is awful. <laughs> like, what I'm so bad. <laughs> but I'm like, but there's nothing else on except coronavirus updates. And I'm done with that. I don't need to know every day that there's, you know, it's so dire. It's still yeah. Yeah. The numbers are still going up. I'm, it's still so dire. I'm just like, oh, I mean, I need a break from reality, but it's hard to watch my shows that I would normally watch on Netflix or on my phone. I've been trying to read more. I have read a couple books, which I'm very happy about, but it's just like, I understand Hollywood's in the same position we are and they can't do anything. I can't take many more Disney sing-alongs. We've done two of them now in my house. Yeah. 
We're really I long. Love Disney, yeah. but if we do anymore, I might be Disneyed out for the summer. I um, agree. I so, agree. Yeah. I mean, it's hard without sports, without live TV, <laughs> without things actually happening in person. You know, I mean, I can only handle so many Zoom interviewed shows. Like, I don't know. The, at some point, it's okay. It it gets to a point, though, that it's like, um, I'm tired of just the flipping back and forth. I don't know. It just doesn't never has the same feel, obviously. But um, I'll tell you one thing that we have kind of enjoyed. I've tried to snag it and like save it off of my social media whenever it pops up or if I see an article about it, but is where like a lot of the zoos or the um, farms and um, historical sites and different things are doing like all these tours and little online virtual they're supposed to be like learning stuff or whatever right so my kids have enjoyed that they watched the spacex thing the other day happened with nasa they um i went and when i was doing my grocery shopping i found postcards and my kids have been writing postcards to some of their friends um which is kind of fun but there was a really cute one that i wanted to pass along that might give you something else to do your kids at least so, um, there's a nonprofit animal sanctuary here in Washington state that's called Posado's Safe Haven, and they are allowing their, their pets to, to become pen pals oh, <laughs> with, my. with anyone who writes some notes. And so like, you can write, you know, um, heart the pig or smudge the goat or blue the cow. You can write them and in return, you get a written letter from your pen pal. Okay. <laughs> Along with a sticker and a photo of the animal. <laughs> oh my. And, and the animal tells you a little bit about their day. So. <laughs> what? It's just. I can't even like say it with a straight face. But you know, it's. It's something. And so. Um. <laughs> If you're curious, oh anybody out there, you can just look up Posada's Safe Haven, which is P-A-S-A-D-O Safe Haven. And like I said, it's a nonprofit animal sanctuary in Washington. And I don't know, why not? Let's write them and see what these animals are doing all day. I'm I'm kind of curious. Like maybe adults I mean, should write. Too. Too. They're like, this quarantine stuff is nothing new to us. I know. I, this is maybe I don't know. Maybe like I can use that too. I don't have to. Maybe it's not just my kids, but they also have a guided virtual tour online, so you can live. Uh, you can learn about like the over two hundred animals that are living on their sanctuary, and I love the idea that they're nonprofit. So it's like if you say it's an animal sanctuary, is it like free roaming animals that aren't like in cages? Or I mean, right? That's what it appears yeah, to be. Okay. Yes. Okay. And. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, it's like a picture more like a um, wildlife reserve type thing, right. but these yeah. are a little more domesticated animals too, I guess, you know, pigs, goats, cows, along with, obviously that said they have 200 and, and 200 more, um, more than 200 animals living at the sanctuary. So I don't know. I'm going to check it out. All right. I'm going to write them a letter. It's like in your letters, it says, please include your first name and your age. So it's like, I'm Mary Margaret and I'm 40. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> what do you guys do all day? <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe pigs and goats and cows have some wise advice for us during these times. I don't know. But maybe it's just come to that, that my kids aren't the pen pals I am. Who knows? Um, so that's Posadas. We'll check that out. You know what else? I found something else that was cute. This is my segue to go into the next topic here. I found the cutest article that just kind of popped up and was telling me, um, uh, whenever, of course, I pop on anything that shows Will and Kate, I'm always looking at it, right? But I found an article that says Kate Middleton and Prince William called the bingo game for a nursing home recently over Zoom. Oh, I love it. Yes. And they gave quotes about what they said, like how they called the numbers. And it's the cutest thing I could totally picture them saying it. But um, essentially the conversation goes like this. William says, Catherine's going to pick out the first ball. Then Kate held up the ball to the screen to the resident saying, so for the first number is five, eight, 58. Okay. Then she pulls out the next ball and says, George would like this one, five and five, snakes alive, referencing to her son, Prince George, after calling 55. So then every time that there was a number, she did all these little curly names with it, I guess. Like, um, William held up a ball and said, two little ducks, number two, the number two by two little ducks. And then Kate calls up the next one saying, eight and seven, 87, six and two, tickety-boo. <laughs> the world. But this is for a nursing home, right? Like these are. Yes. Yes. And it says. But in a kind of way, kind of like, I mean, these are adults. <laughs> I, I love it. And that they talked to some of the residents. Yeah. It says, you know, they were like. Hi, Margaret. Lovely to meet you. How did you get on? <laughs> I mean, I've, been like, I've seen a couple of their little Zoom calls and I love it. I'm like, they're just so nice and proper. They're like, well done. Well, on. <laughs> like, I want to talk like that. <laughs> I know. I know. I do want her to somehow work in like 62 tickety boo and two little ducks in the number two. To like everything she says, I think it's adorable. But I don't, I don't get it. But maybe that's a bingo thing. But I think it was great. I think it's cool. I think it's just a really good, you know, visual of what people are doing right now. Zoom is is obviously where it's at. There, there. If you bought stock in Zoom any time in the past year, you're brilliant. But it is. Um, I don't know. It's kind of neat to see them doing something like that. So just once again, proving how much we love them and why we do. Um, I'm not going to go into Harry and Megan right now because I know that's going to only cause you and me to fight Jeanette. <laughs> no, never. I mean, we don't really know much about them right now, which, you know, it's fine. I'm glad. Totally fine. I'm glad they're, they're, somewhat enjoying their time away unless they want to be out. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they're getting this opportunity if this is what they wanted and this is what makes them happy. I mean, I'm okay with not having daily updates with them, but absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I do think it's kind of humorous that they're like, we need a break. And then they move and they go through all this drama. And then it's like, boom, quarantine. You know, <laughs> Perfect. Told y'all. <laughs> yeah, but I know. Yeah, they don't have to be doing the call in the bingo for, for Zoom calls. They don't have to Absolutely. I know. I know. Um, so what else? Okay. So we mentioned the lack of sports right now. You know, my husband and I, it's like, I had, we kind of have this system, you know, I kind of organize the bills and I have things checked off and he kind of reviews them. And then, and then we, we say, okay, this is stuff you pay this part of the month. And this, this is the party you pay the other month, you know, and he was looking at like some TV services and stuff that we have, or that we subscribe to. And he's like, man, he's like, you know, these costs never seem that bad whenever sports are on. But of course, whenever there's like Jack on TV, he's right. like, why are we paying for this? <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't get crazy on me now. Um, so, but we did get our little bit of a sports fix. Did you watch the last dance? Oh yeah. Yeah. We watched You did? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we did too. Um, what did, so everybody that's out there listening, in case you weren't familiar with it, the last dance is the um quote documentary of uh or docuseries based around the final season that Michael Jordan played in the NBA and uh finished off their their series run of wins. So what did you think, Jeanette? I mean I personally enjoyed it. Um it was obviously very tilted towards you know the michael jordan story um sure but at the same time you did get episodes that focused on scotty pippen and dennis rodman and the coach and all that but it it was it was pretty much the michael jordan show which was fine i mean it gave me a little bit more i don't think i i mean i i have never really aside from sports really like paid attention to michael jordan the person michael jordan right the son the family man you know that that i mean i've eaten at his restaurant that's about as far as it gets outside of sports right hey girl um, yeah but well I mean, you know i mean I... to see his take on certain things and uh-huh. get the narrative behind some of the uh things that i remember like the game where we thought he had the flu and was actually flu poisoning and yeah with his thoughts on the finals games and what was what the thought process was going into it injuries things like that it was really interesting to me to hear that not just from him but from others like what dennis Rodman was going through what scotty sure. was going through um what others around the league were thinking when they were playing them i mean i thought that was i thought it was well done um and i would i would watch more of that like not just yeah. goals, but other others sports and other players and teams as well yeah um yeah it's it i thought it was good i did think it was good i enjoyed watching it um being from north carolina originally and growing up a tar heels fan um jordan's always been on our radar and then of course just following him through the nba you know this time that this all took place that was my senior year in high school um, so, I mean, everybody knew about these guys. We all knew Jordan and Pippen and everybody else. Rodman was such a showboat at that time. And it was so 
pop culture, you know, it was turning page on different things. So sports fan or not, it didn't matter really. It was more of a, the, the background behind things, which I thought was just super interesting. So <clears throat> I did find a couple things interesting, you know, so of course my husband's very involved in it and he would read all these little articles about it afterwards and stuff. And, you know, there was some backlash from a lot of the players that said, you know, oh, well, that's how Jordan saw it. Jordan's just telling his side, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that, that was a crappy, you can't, you can't say this is all the whole story and stuff. And, you know, I kind of laugh because there was a big, um, there was a big flare up from Horace Grant. I'm not sure if you remember him or not, Yeah. but he like flared up in the news and stuff after his episode saying that it was very, um, Jordan sided and, you know, Jordan was a snitch telling all of this stuff and everything. And, you know, my whole thoughts on that are is like, yeah, it was very Jordan focused, but that was the point. Like they, that was, it was going to be that way. This is a supposed to be a Jordan documentary, right? right? Um, now granted Kim Burns says it's not a documentary because the person that it's about gets to have a say in it. Therefore it can't be a documentary, but nonetheless, I don't put Ken Burns and Michael Jordan on the same level, but, um, Horace Grant, you know, here he is over there causing a fuss about stuff. And I'm like, you know what, Horace, like it, you sound bitter to me. So do better, like do better. And maybe they'll name a shoe after you or do better. And maybe they'll approach you about doing a docuseries, whatever. So I'm totally fine with the whole sided on Michael. That's fine. The thing was about him. That's what people wanted to hear anyway. It's what was going to make him money. And quite honestly, brilliant timing for releasing it early, early during quarantine. You had everybody watching it because they were so thirsty for sports. That was great. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I did. You know, did you notice that throughout you never really saw, nor did we hear from Jordan's kids or his wife, ex-wife? Yeah. And I read from, I read something It wasn't like a whole article, I don't think, but it's his, what his daughter actually came out because they people were asking you know you saw his mom and his dad and his brothers yeah but you didn't really see Juanita who he was married to during that time the whole time yeah um, or his I mean you saw a, you know a little bit with his son when sure. he was with him at a camp or something or took him to training session you saw a little bit of that but his daughter basically came out and said I mean there's nothing that my mom could have added to it she's fine they've both moved on they're both fine you know they're both yeah cordial I mean she lived it she doesn't need to relive it just for the sake that's of what I read was yeah. that she was saying we we were there she's <laughs> like we've done all of it like yeah. it's fine we didn't need to go back and yeah I'm not disappointed that I wasn't asked for my feedback about what was I thinking during that time that's not what people wanted to know <laughs> like yeah, absolutely the absolutely. thing about his parents was because you know obviously we want to know you know what made what and who made Michael Jordan who he is yeah. Um, and then the whole situation with his father being killed. I mean, that was obviously a, a background story that people were interested in hearing. I don't know that people were interested in hearing where his wife sat during the game. I mean, I think he talked about it a little bit about when he said he was uncomfortable with his family at times being in the Utah, but, right. um, you know, it wasn't something that I think needed to be, it, it wasn't, it wasn't critical to the story of their last season together. That really exactly. would have made it the Michael Jordan story because we weren't asking everybody else 
well, where was your wife during the game? You know, and where right. were your kids? But well, yeah. and think about it. Like we saw a little bit of Michael's mom in interviews, like right. very little though. Right. Michael's mom was very, very little minimal as well as his brother was very minimal. And then that wasn't even all the siblings, but one of them spoke a little bit. But then, I mean, Pippin's in there all the time, right? Because Pippin is part of that story. Right. Um, that's that's what the whole last dance is about. Um, I did love that, you know, Pippin was a little bitter about being on there and not not loving his role on there. But, of course, they did a whole episode about Pippin not getting paid enough money. And then his wife, ex-wife came out afterwards and was like, um, by the way, here's how much money he made. He would did just fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, better party of two. Great. Here yeah, we go. And let me say, I was just a little annoyed with her feedback after every episode that she would put out there. I'm just like, I mean, nobody really cares. I mean, we're not, She's bitter. Honestly, none She's of us sit here and think that Scotty Pippen is, you know, sitting somewhere broke and <laughs> having to work like you know just picking up trash somewhere or or working <laughs> office job to get by you know whatever we're not thinking that he's struggling by any means right but I don't need you to put up there like well he made this much money from endorsement. I mean if you want to do it fine but to me I was just kind of like what, what are you doing what's your point of yeah. this yeah so and I um this is kind of shifting gears but I watch that um have you seen that netflix show selling sunset no okay so it's it's like a million dollar listing like on bravo okay but with females as the agents and they're selling like multi-million dollar homes on the sunset strip and they're like from the top agency and stuff and they're all like i mean it's just it's it's a it's a Bravo show posted on Netflix, essentially selling oh. sunset. Right. But on one of those most recent episodes that I saw, cause they only release a season at a time, of course. So season two is out now. And on one of the final episodes, uh, the, one of the clients is Pippin's ex-wife. Oh, okay. I mean, they don't spending say much other money. than that, but it's her spending the money that she bragged about. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so she was on there and her agent, uh, which is one of the stars of the show is Chris Shell, who was married to Justin Hartley, who is the guy from this is us. Oh yeah. Plays yeah. Whatever his name is. Um, but they just, he just blindsided her with the divorce. So I know that's coming up in the next season. Oh, really? Nonetheless. I digress. Yes. The show's worth watching Selling Sunset. If you like any Bravo drama shows, there you go. Um, Okay. So we saw that. um, We saw The Last Dance. We saw all kinds of controversy come out of it. That's great. Now they have ordered um, the Tom Brady story, by the way. Um, After the success of The Last Dance, ESPN has ordered the Tom Brady docuseries. Um, this one, not as excited about just I'm like, okay, my husband will watch it. I'm sure. I don't really care. Um, 
so yeah, so maybe, maybe there's people out there. I get it. Sure. But I am not one of them that cares to follow the Tom Brady story. Um, but if you are, then get ready. It should be a 10 part series coming up. Um, just as the last dance was. Yeah. I Anywho. Wish, I wish they would have, I mean, I'm glad we they put it out and I watched it, but I almost wish they would have extended it to 10 weeks instead of giving us two episodes a week for five two weeks. Two um, Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. I mean, but I like, I mean, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm glad it came out. I was glad to have it. Totally. Totally cool. Um, Hey, you know what, Jeanette? What, what is-, is one thing in your day-to-day life that you wish you had somebody else doing? Oh my gosh. Right now, cooking. Cooking. Cooking and Excellent. cleaning my kitchen on a daily basis. Cleaning your kitchen. Yes. yes. Cleaning your kitchen. I feel like I, I, let me just say housework and cooking overall. I feel like I've done more laundry, more mm-hmm. cleaning and scrubbing and definitely more cooking since this whole yes. thing's been going on. I'm fine with I the agree. cleaning because that's stuff that I would do normally. I mean, and I cook normally too. I just don't cook this much. So There's just so much of it right now, right? Well, there's just so much of all of this right now. Like it's, it's all heightened. My dishwasher is exhausted. My stovetop is exhausted. My sink is, you know, overworked. My whole kitchen needs some love, but I wanted to give a shout out to the sponsor of our show. This episode is Time Genies. If you are not familiar with Time Genies, you totally should go check them out on their website at time-genies.com. This is a concierge service. They are concierge and errand service. They do corporate work or personal work. So, you know, corporate office cleaning, corporate office organization, um, have them come to your house and do cleaning. They'll do organizing. They'll do staging for selling your house. They'll clean. They, they, they'll go wash your car or have, pick up your dry cleaning, things like that, that if you need extra time and hands. These are the people to call. Karen Tonks is the head time genie over there and she is amazing to work with. Um, but I encourage everyone to go check out and thank you time genies for sponsoring chick chat here on the mesh. Yes. Sounds like a dream to me. They sound like someone who needs to become your new best friend. I think so. (laughs) So thank you so much to time genies. Everybody go check them out at time dash genies.com. Okay, so let's get into the good stuff here. I got some, you know, we we appeased everybody by talking about Michael Jordan for a minute. But, so give me your initial thoughts, Jeanette, on Machine Gun Kelly. I have no Off thoughts on Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> you don't have any thoughts on, okay, so. I mean, I don't, I, 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 I don't have any initial thoughts. I'd have to think about it. I mean, I know who he is. Okay. That's my So thought. I'm kind of the same way. You know how I know Machine Gun Kelly best is by his portrayal of Tommy Lee in Dirt on Netflix, the mm-hmm. Motley well, Crue story. Yep. Okay, so that was an acting role, and I didn't even, you know, I knew that this guy made music, right? Um, I just wasn't familiar with any of it. Personally, I don't really care for the fact that you call yourself Machine Gun Kelly. I think it's stupid. That's not really your name, but whatever. Um, so, 
Rumor has it, Brian Austin Green of our beloved 90210 franchise um, and his wife, Megan Fox, have separated. So, right after this separation was announced, um, Megan Fox appeared in a very sultry music video with Machine Gun Kelly. It's Machine Gun Kelly's new song, and it's called Bloody Valentine. And if you go and watch the music video, I I actually kind of like the song. I kind of dig it. I kind of like the song. I kind of like the video. Might be a Machine Gun Kelly fan if I can find some other name to call him. But um, now the rumors, of course, out there are that Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox have had a little something going on. Therefore, Brian Austin Green has been left in the dust. Oh, my. Yes. Well, that's so I'm going to need you to go watch Bloody Valentine music video. Yeah. And see what you think. If this is really a possibility or not. I know he, she's an actor. And I know he's an actor. And believe me, I use those terms lightly with both of them. But um, she has been seen in, out in public and stuff. Oh, by the way, Machine Gun Kelly's real name is Colson Baker. Thank you. I shall call you Colson. That's Coulson it. Colson Baker. Colson Baker. Is, I mean, we might grab well Kelly later. from nowhere. Maybe it's Colson Kelly Baker. I don't yeah, know. Well, we'll never know. Kelly's like a famous mobster, right? Hey, maybe it is. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. If you're listening, let us know how you came up with your name. Yeah. Why? Silly. I mean, inquire. Um, no, it's you know. I understand, and I don't like having to call you like three names like that when two of them aren't real names. Machine and gun. I'm not calling GK. Just call you Kelly if you really want that. But anyway, so people are saying that you know Megan Fox and Colson Baker are enjoying their time together during the pandemic, but I don't know if that's all true or not. So anyway, that might be a uh, couple to watch. But their video is definitely making waves. So go check that out on your next deep dive. Speaking of deep dives, we're going to go right into a hot topic that I believe we've discussed a lot on before. We need to address it. Southern Charm on Bravo is going to look hella different whenever it comes back for their Mm -hmm. next season. And I don't know how I feel about it. I'm disappointed. Have you heard all the drama? I'm so disappointed. Couple Absolutely, of my are, are not going to be there, and I'm, I'm a little verklempt about it. I am a little upset. The rumors have now been confirmed that Cameron will not be returning to Southern Charm, based off of some ugly, ugly rumors, which were she has noted are only rumors, and of cheating on her husband's part. Our beloved Jason, as we all know. Um, she has come out and said these are silly rumors and that she will not participate in the show anymore because it is just bringing this unnecessary drama into her life. So Cameron has moved on. Since then, both Naomi and Chelsea have backed out of the show as well in sort of a solidarity view, but also in the fact I think they were kind of waiting on somebody else to jump ship so they could follow along. They don't like the cattiness that has come out of Catherine Dennis. Shocker. 
Catherine has apologized for her somewhat jabbing comments about um, Cameron's husband. Um, she says she has proof, says she has things that she knows, um, but she put it out there on like some sort of public show that Jason was not the the right person to be with Cameron or something. And she kind of hinted around, tipped her around stuff. Well, um, that's when Chelsea and Naomi stepped up and are like, you're ridiculous, you know, and then they kind of jabbed at her for some other things. And now they're all three leaving the show. I don't know how they're going to get by. Shep is... A hot mess these days. I feel like Shep has worn out his welcome. And he's going to be a um, bigger hot mess without Cameron. Without Cameron there. Absolutely. Um, well, and to backtrack on that story, it wasn't part of, part of it also that the woman that Catherine accused Jason of cheating with actually came out and said, I don't even know him. You're <laughs> claiming my name and this is not true. She's like yeah. a makeup artist or something based in Charleston. I she believe. is a makeup artist. Yeah. And I She's think like, Cameron knows her because at one point Cameron actually like said, you were blasting this kind and beautiful, innocent girl, you know, that has nothing to do with this and like, don't even know what you're talking about. So I don't understand. Unfortunate. Why does she get involved? I don't understand her motives. I don't understand why she does the things she does, especially I think Catherine, especially because of the things that have been said about her and the problems that she's had. And you would think of all times, right? Yeah. Of all people, you're the one that should just keep your mouth shut and be thankful that you're not the topic of drama anymore. I gotta say, Bravo's gotta be spitting right now because not knowing what to do because you know, it's one thing for Cameron, who's our narr- our beloved narrator and real world alum. And I loved having her on the show. She wasn't around too much, but she came around just enough to provide that settling calmness, that voice of reason at times, but also sometimes being really funny and just connecting. Absolutely. I um, love yeah. her experiences with her baby because it was so real. She was like, this is a struggle. <laughs> yeah. And, and she I was also... It. She was also the non-trust fund one, right? You know? Yes. She kind of made that very clear. She's like, I don't have a trust fund. I don't come from this. Like I've kind of, you know, I do have to work all those things. Yeah. And that's just a, uh, that was super refreshing to always see back then. And now we're not going to get that. And I'm super upset about it. Well, and Chelsea was the same way to me. I felt like she was one of those people who veered away from the drama um yeah she cut all their hair yeah right Uh, yeah I don't know and I I was enjoying Naomi too like she had finally gotten to the point that I enjoyed her so basically right now unless they recast which I don't know that I'm a fan of it's gonna be all the southern charm boys and Catherine Uh uh-huh yeah I'm not in there's only somebody in Austin and Craig oh my gosh I cannot take Craig for more than I need to. Well, you know, I was such a Shep fan for so long because I just thought it was almost endearing and adorable, but now I don't think it is. And 
and I'm, I'm kind of just done with Shep on that level for sure. Um, because he's, I mean, he's my age and I'm not saying you have to be settled down by that time, but his lifestyle is just getting out of hand to where it's embarrassing some of the stuff he does. So I'm, I'm overall not excited about what's going to happen. Um, we know Thomas is gone. Like that's not never coming back, you know, um, Ashley has made it very clear she's not coming back, all of which I am totally fine with. But, oh, goodness, I knocked my mic over. But still, nonetheless, it's, it's going to change the whole premise of the whole show. Everything. Oh, yeah. Did you watch season one? Have you watched from the very beginning? I have. Well, yes. That's when they had a couple of people that aren't there anymore. I don't Correct. That one as much. I think. Well, I mean, I don't remember. I watched the whole season, but yes, I did see most of the first season. Yeah. So you know, Cameron's been there since season one, but it is has been a very different cast, and they made mention of one of the cast members. I can't remember her first name. She was on it in first on season one, but she kind of dropped off the face because she was tired of the drama after one season. So. You know, I guess good for Cameron, you know, like good for them. I do think Cameron's the type of person, though, unfortunately, I don't know her personally, clearly, but I kind of feel like she's going to miss it, you know, Mm. Um, but nobody wants to be placed in that drama. Unfortunately, she put herself in that situation with with having um, been on a show like this, but still nobody deserves it, especially when it comes to your marriage. So. I hate that that's going to happen. Because I felt like Cameron always had Kat's back, Catherine's back. Yep. Yep. And she was always straightforward with her, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I will be curious to watch, but I'm not holding my breath for enjoying it. And you know so. what? If it were true, that's supposed to be your friend. If she's yeah. dealing with something, let her deal with it personally. I mean, her, her Jason stays off the show for a reason. Absolutely. Oh. It is just completely unfair. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, we'll see. We'll all be in tune watching for that. Um, I think give them their own spinoff. <laughs> I'll watch that. I'll watch that show. I'd watch that all day long. You know, real Housewives of Charleston or something. Right. I don't know. Um, Speaking of Housewives, in my final topic of the day, Saving the best for last, in my opinion. Something I realized, I actually went back and looked at some of our show descriptions. Do you realize we've never really talked that much about Vanderpump rules on this show? And we should. And I'm not sure why, but I agree. It deserves to be discussed. And here we are at the end of another season. And we have not discussed it. So we're coming up just a few days away from the Vanderpump season eight reunion, which will be done via zoom. And I'm bitter about it, but have you watched the preview for the upcoming reunion? I have. And do you think it's going to be as good as I think it's going to be? I hope so. My expectations are very high and I hope I'm not disappointed. Agreed. Um, I'm going to need you to tell me your favorite male on Vanderpump and your favorite female on Vanderpump. 
Okay. So I love Ariana. It's my favorite female. Okay. And I also, I think I have a tie between um, both Toms, Tom Sandoval and Tom, Tom Schwartz. Of course. Tom Schwartz is just so, you know, silly and lovable and he tries just to stay out of the way. But yeah. Tom Sandoval brings just entertainment factor. <laughs> like 100%. together, if I could put those two together, Tom Tom is my favorite male. Tom and Tom. I I do agree. I think I do love Katie um, Maloney Schwartz. Katie, um, I, something about her and she's a little straight shooter. I kind of like that. Um, I also, I've, I've always kind of been a Stassi fan in a weird way, just because I do think she's kind of funny, you know, with some of the things she says, but um, I definitely didn't like Stassi with like Jax. I like Stassi now because oh. I love Bo. Oh my gosh. How could I forget? But Bo's one of my faves too. I, I I don't have a problem with any of the males except for one. But <laughs> or what? I, I really like the whole cast, to be honest. I don't like how Lala is kind of biting and, you know, mean to some of the yeah. girls. And I'm starting to Agreed. like, I like most of them, to be honest. Like they both, all of most of them bring something interesting. I don't know that I, I mean, I'm really not, I'm not a Jax or Britney fan. Um, Same. I'm not a Kristen fan. I'm not a right. Lala fan, but everyone else. I'm, I'm really not a Kristen fan. I've never been a Kristen fan. I don't care for her. Um, and I've never been a Jax fan. And so therefore I haven't been a Britney fan. Um, I also don't really care for Sheena. Like, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. <laughs> I forgot she's been Sheena. around for yeah. so long. She's been around a long time and stuff, but I just think she's kind of trashy. I don't really care that much for how she carries herself and, and how she has friendships, you know, how she manages, manages them. So I, yeah, um, it's funny to say this, but I like the older members of the cast, like the ones that are getting married, the ones that are yeah settling down, stuff like that, or buying a house together. Like that's kind of that group that I care for. Um, but the the season is over the reunions coming up and i'm anxious to see what's going down because now they're tying in people like max and brett and dana danica or whatever that mean girl's name is um and they're all gonna be there like and lisa there's a, a moment in the preview that all their jaws drop and i'm dying to know what it is yeah yeah i don't know it looks I have like no idea what it could be. Well, it looks like they're talking, and of course, magic of editing. But it looks like they're all talking to Max about who he's been quote hooking up with. But yeah, and then there's no telling. It could be anybody. It could be with <laughs> Max be because he's got quite the reputation for that. So I'm pretty sure it could be anybody. Um, <laughs> And and I just don't know why their jaws would drop. But right, and I don't know that I would be shocked or why they would be. <laughs> like, it's mad. Right, exactly. <laughs> unless you come out with Andy Cohen, I'm not shocked. I, yeah, unless it's like that, then I, or or like Lisa herself. Or Lisa, then I'm not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm shocked. Um, you know, one of my favorite parts about some of those guys is how infatuated with Lisa they are. Oh my gosh. Uh, Lisa's probably my all-time favorite. It can't be Lisa. Of course. It can't be that, that Vanderpump rules without Lisa. 
Of course. And I mean, I love how Tom Schwartz is like drooly, like puppy dog eyed over her. Oh, and I love that Katie has fun with it. Of course. It's so cute. Yeah. It's super cute. I love Tom Schwartz. That's the best kind of Tom Schwartz is when he's all. He gets so puppy, puppy dog eyes and giddy around Lisa. He's always like, Lisa. It's silly. It's fun. I love it. So, yeah, so we will have to recap after we see the reunion. Um, But I would love anybody's opinion out there to chime in on what you think is happening on the reunion, what you thought of this season. Um, Wonder why we haven't ever really talked about this show before. I don't really know. Um, But, yeah, we have had, you know, enough to get by, I think, to continue on with the show and have have these discussions even though we've been on lockdown and been deprived of live and new television stuff so thank goodness for bravo thank goodness for e-entertainment thank goodness for netflix and every other thing like that so um goodness i can't believe we are still doing shows in quarantine but i'm glad you're happy and safe and healthy jeanette over in north carolina well i'm glad you're healthy healthy woo and safe in washington Thank you. Well, we are glad that you are listening to Chick Chat. We've got a little shout out to Lynn up in Canada who wrote to me her thoughts on the soap opera stories that we watched recently, the history of soaps. Okay. Man, that was good. If anybody needs something to watch and you ever had any little tidbit of soap operas in your life, you need to go watch this special that was on TV. Uh, It was only about an hour long. ABC did it uh, last week was great i really enjoyed it and i'm glad lynn did too and we had a great conversation about it but we would love to hear from you if you have anything to add to the show any questions um thoughts feedback or if you had a topic you want us to discuss i'm happy to watch anything on tv and tell you what i think about it i know jeanette doesn't mind she'll do it too jeanette can watch a show even when she knows the ending right girl i don't care yeah (laughs) tell me tell me what happens i'll still watch it um so yeah, but thanks for tuning in here to Chick Chat on the Mesh. Again, thanks to Time Genies for sponsoring the show. Be sure to check them out at time-genies.com online and contact Karen for more information. Until next time, Jeanette, hunker down. Will do. You All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Check out every other show on the TV if you're looking for some variety. And until next time, we will catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.